Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, Ducks! Wow! This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh! Off the upright! And good! He kissed it in! On the Odyssey app and 1080. All these things are true. I wouldn't lie. I, I don't lie to you guys, baby. The fan. I don't lie to y'all. I still don't, man. I know and you don't. Dame don't want to be a player no more. You're at least not, not here. Oh, you're y'all. Oh, you're going back to the damn it's not, avoiding not the here. grind thing again. However, however, <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to make this show all doom and gloom today. Um, I want to make sure that we take time to acknowledge the greatness of one Damian Lillard. Like, so for those of us who have been Blazer fans for longer than in 10 years or so um there was a guy that played here just before um Damian Lillard took over his name was Brandon Roy and the natural is what they called him because everything he did looked so easy so smooth dribble dribble between the legs but like you know the backwards between the legs step back jumper he could create uh, he could do everything like get, no other for a jump shot get to the rim go oh. up with the right finish with the left you know, like best two hand finisher in the league at that point. He could really do everything. There was a point that Kobe was saying, you know, he's the best guard, you know, in the league. Uh, there was a point that Ron Artest said that he was the best player in the league because he put a bunch of buckets. I want to say he put 50 on his head, you know, at that point. When Brandon Roy got hurt, I think he took the wind out of all the Trailblazer sales because. We knew that was our guy. There was three guards in the NBA at that point that everybody knew were the best. You know who they were at that point, Jordan? Uh, Kobe was one. Kobe was one. Um, that's a little uh, too far past AI. So, shoot. Uh, give me the third. Same number, though, as AI. Oh, so number three. Hmm. Now nah, you got you to gotta refresh my memory. So Kobe, Roy, Kobe, and... D-Wade. D-Wade, thank you. Kobe. D-Wade. Dwayne Wade. Were the three guards that everybody kind of coveted as the best three, you know, in the NBA. And we had one of those guys. And then he got hurt. And it seemed like all was lost. And then in 2011, yep. with the sixth pick... We took a dude from Weber State that I was actually pissed off about at first because it was like, man, who the is Damian Lillard? Who is that? Yeah, you thought they missed early. I thought they missed. I was like, man, who is that? Tell fair all over again. Dang it. And then the season started and I said, oh, okay. Never mind. 
I was I was wrong. Yeah, he came out like right out of the gate. Out of the gate. It, it looked like, oh, the Blazers have something here. And instantly I went from, damn, this team's never going to be the same without B-Roy to, wait a minute, we actually might do something. Hmm, Dame with LaMarcus Aldridge. And then Dame and LaMarcus, combo. and you get that team with Wes Matthews and Rolo, and it was like, uh-oh. Nick Batum. This team is this team is good. This team can actually do something, and he really helped keep the the spirits of Trailblazers alive and well because that 2011 season was the last time we saw Brandon Roy, and he did some amazing things in that playoff series against Dallas. Some amazing things, you know, like seriously, like it's enough to make you cry if you go back and watch those games. Watch how emotional he was after those games. But that was his swan song. That was it. That was what we got from Brandon Roy was really that moment. And for Dallas to say that the Blazers were this was the toughest series that they had that entire playoff run was against that Portland squad. You know, I guess that was something to hang your hat on, but still still hurt. But that same summer, just a month, just a month later in July, we draft Damian Lillard. And we keep that gravy train going for another eleven years for the most part. And in eleven years we've been able to see a dude make seven all star games. What uh, five all all NBA teams? Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, yeah, somewhere right right around there. Um, we've seen him. There was one year he was in the dunk contest, uh, rookie game, three point contest, and uh, all star game all on the same weekend. Like that fool was was really different at what he did. And then you got all the amazing moments. The only man I don't want to say the only person, but. Dame has hit a game-winning or game-tying shot um, against every single team in the NBA. That's a crazy stat. That game-winning or game-tying shot. Ice in your veins. With against every single with against twenty-nine other teams, he's got one on each of them. Uh, that might speak also to to the Blazers as a whole because it, it, the fact that he has more than like say LeBron or a Dwayne Wade. Mm, they play on better teams. so And that's awesome, and yeah. that speaks to just how much Dame has been grinding. I love that stat. Yeah. But I think it also kind of pokes a hole in the Blazers as a team and as a franchise the past decade, unfortunately. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. No, I get it. I get it. But I, I think with that, we've also had, like, CJ is one of those guys that you can argue that he should have made an all-star team a couple times as a trailblazer. Most likely, but a that was a very times. guard-heavy it was. NBA and, and, at the time. But I, so, and, yeah. I think, and I think with that said, like, you know, there was a lot of guards that were just, man, man, with the Chris Paul and the Steph Curry and also a Dame. And then they changed the, the structure of the All-Star games, right, to where they didn't need to be yeah, this many point guards, this many, just man, man, front yeah. court, back court. And so all of a sudden, like, a lot of those guards kind of got pushed off the list that would typically be there in a two-guard spot or a point guard spot. And I think, really, for a long time, Dame was going to suffer from from that. And then he just ended up kind of becoming one of the one of the best guards in the in the league and just the moments he's been able to give us. like, And more than the moments, it's the fact that Damian Lillard shows up here in Portland. And that's what Trailblazer fans love most about him. Like, we talked earlier before the show started. I regard Clyde Drexler as our best Blazer. Why, man? We got the two NBA finals with them. We got the three straight conference finals with them. He was the... the his his uh, uh, player comparison was Michael Jordan. Like, it wasn't anybody else. It wasn't Lionel Hollins. It wasn't, you know, it was Michael Jordan. 
that was who you know, the, the the person that they compared Clyde Drexler to was Jordan in, in terms of how he played and the way the game was played and everything like that. Clyde Drexler, in my opinion, is our best blazer. The wins stuff don't lie. I understand he had better players around him and everything else. Man, Clyde was the best player on that team regardless, and we got there that many times. But Clyde hated it here. You're not wrong. He hated Portland. Stuff I've heard that's off the record, he sounds like he really hated it now, here. Now, were there some people that he was probably cool with in, here in the Portland area? Sure. I, I assume he had some friends, people he kicked it with. But there's a reason Drexler doesn't show up for a lot of this Blazer stuff. When and you a think- lot of the Blazer greats do. There's a reason we always see Terry Porter. And before they before they passed away, God rest their souls, the, the, we saw Uncle Cliff and we saw Jerome Kersey. And when I was a kid in elementary school and they would come to Applegate Elementary over there on off commercial, like it was Jerome Kersey and it was Terry Porter. It was those guys. You look at those old bust a bucket videos. Clyde ain't in them. You know, he's he didn't really no want to be a part of the of the fabric like that. Damian Lillard, Deloney before he left was just telling a story about he um he just he he working at self enhancement. It's an empty day, there's nobody there. And he goes to one of the classrooms and Damian Lillard's just in there with about twelve kids. Just talking. No, nothing. Had a backpack on, just in there talking. I actually ran the sports program for self-enhancement for a few years, so I used to run that basketball camp that we talked about earlier in this yeah. show. Man, middle school camp. Dame just shows up, doesn't say anything, didn't know he was coming, and just stood against the wall and watched the kids play and watched the kids, you know, work out and watched them do everything. Didn't say he was coming, didn't do anything like that. He doesn't really like taking pictures, being that guy, but will always take a picture with the kid. And we'll always like, you know, do the like, that's the part that we miss that we're going to miss most. He would show up to the jazz festival and show up to these free events around Portland, just as somebody that's just here to kick it. And somebody he's a, he's the definition of a real one. And I think that's what we're going to miss the most, you know, about Dame is his authenticity, um, his, his willingness to just, even though he might be a little introverted at points, man, to yes, man, I'll take a picture with you guys. Yes, I'll show up to this group, big group thing, and no, I don't want anything for it. So, and show up without an entourage, and show up without bodyguards, and show yeah. up without, you know, he's somebody like LeBron. Having been around LeBron a couple times, you don't get around LeBron. Not like, even like you don't get LeBron. to just shake his hand. You don't get to just do that. There's people around you, around him, to make him and and not. Uh, accessible Bro, to people. When Wes Matthews was in town as a Blazer, he had a driver. Even like Dame is so much more low maintenance than no. any of those guys. Like Wes Matthews for and Wes Matthews, great player, but it's like, all right, you're you're He's a good you're player. a mid level NBA yeah. player. Uh, like the the fact that you're you know driving around with a driver, like acting like yeah. you're you know like there are some very pretentious like, athletes uh, out there. Okay, Wes, there are some very very pretentious athletes. Couldn't get out to there. him either. Um, but you know, Damian Lillard has never been one of them. You know, and that's the, you know, the, like I said, that authenticity that he has um, is special. And whomever gets Damian Lillard is getting a great dude. More than just a good basketball player, man, you're getting a great dude. And I think that's going to be more than anything what I'm going to miss about Dame. And Portland as a whole, you mentioned Clyde's time here. I think we talked about it off air. Late 80s, early 90s. Portland as a city. We, we've thought of this, you know, Portland area as a bustling, you know, hangout capital and foodie capital of the United States. Right. Uh, you know, with or without the homeless people, I guess I'm thinking maybe like the uh, golden age of Portland from 2000 to 2010-ish. And yeah, it was happening. That's not really what it was like when Clyde Drexler was here. You understand why a guy like that didn't really 
get out into the community because there was nothing for him. Thankfully, Dame, whatever was here, he embraced it. And that's the kind of person Damian Lillard is. And I think he could have done that in any market. No, but he would have been great anywhere. Exactly. But with Portland and with the history that we've had and obviously the real, you know, the real and, trouble we've had of getting free agents, it just makes Dame's relationship with us and, all extra And to be special. real, I know we have to break, but he wanted to be the one. Yeah. He wanted to be the one to change this ain't the his fortunes of franchise. You know how good Giannis has to feel knowing that, you know, since the Bucks won back in 78 or whatever it was, 76, whenever that was, mm-hmm. since then he's the one to he's really gonna restore. Be the one. Like, you know, like he's he's the guy. Like, and I know if, if, you're, if you're Jokic right now, he might not show it, but Jamal Murray knows that, man, I'm the one. I did this for 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 this city who's never had a franchise or who's been dying for one. Like Dame really wants to be that guy. I don't ever doubt that he wants to be that guy, and I think that's why for a lot of us this is just a really uh, it's a tough day. It's it's a tough pill to swallow. End of know? that Jason Quick article. It, it seemed like the final shoe to drop was a conversation that Damian Lillard had with head coach Chauncey Billups on Friday night. That was when the final decision on Dame's part with me. What did Chauncey say? And, and that's, I'm wondering what exactly that convo entailed. Uh, just because now, like, I mean, and this is Quick's for, article from The Athletic. For people that, that already feel a way about Chauncey Billups, like, I'm I'm, I'm curious to know, man, what the heck you said to Dame. That was poked way bottom at, at the end of the article, too. Yeah. So you gotta, you really should read the whole thing. Yeah, way I gotta be- read the whole thing. Because there is context there, and you just, it, we, we, I know we're giving love to Dame, but we really should think about, you know, exactly how that happened last week with, you know, Monday, Tomorrow, a week ago, the Blazers at least had a conversation with Damon, his agent, and they were, you know, going to, at least according to this article from Quick, maybe have a few more days to show Dame what they were doing. Right. After the Grant re-sign, after Draymond moved on back to Golden State, away from the dream scenario with Dame, then the conversation happened with Chauncey late Friday night. That was the final shoe to drop. Like, well, just you just wonder exactly what happened, and I think it it does it it does beg for some introspection on exactly how last week went down. So, so obviously we got way more uh, to talk about for this. We we are still I feel like we're still not even scratching the surface. I do want to get into the uh, Jason Quick article from the Athletic. Um, I thought it was really poignant. I thought there was some some great points in there. And then there's some things that may make you go hmm, you know, as far as everything. But next. Let's just assume that this trade is made. What do we want as Blazer fans? What do we need to push this franchise forward? We'll talk about that next right here. Sports Sunday on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Man, Jordan Schultz with the slaps today, man. Trying. Until I collapse, man. I'll be a Blazer fan until I collapse. <laughs> I'm glad you that have you to will, kill buddy. me. I'll die for this too, bro. Rip it from your cold, dead hands, man. Rashad. I I like your fandom. I am a I am a hardcore sports fan, and I honestly th- I I don't know why I'm thinking this way, uh, the way that I am about the Blazers. But uh, I am very pissed. Man, very very pissed. Like I said, I'll I'll die for this for this Blazer thing over here, man. For these colors, um, not really, but uh, I do really like the team. I'm pretty sure lots of us have. Uh, kind of earn like earn like high blood pressure or something like that just from watching this team for the past 40 years or so Probably. i'm almost guaranteed it um but uh obviously dame requesting the trade we've been talking a lot about dame leaving but haven't talked a lot about what the blazers would potentially be getting if Damian Lillard were to be traded. Now, we've seen some things, and forgive me, I don't have my computer in front of me, so I'm trying to pull some stuff up on my phone. Yeah. Um, Tyler Hero's name has been one of those names that's come up, and for whatever reason, as I look through social media, look people look pissed about it. Well, the Blazers you know? don't need any guards. No, they don't need any guards, you know, or any, or any. but what you need is big. So, obviously, I think it was more of like, tons of guards' names were mentioned, but like Tyler Hero was like, whoa, they mentioned Max, and everybody's like, oh, hmm. Maxie could be somebody. I was like, so what, what's different between Maxie and, and uh, Tyler Hero other than the fact that one is kind of a, a shooter, you know, a crafty shooter, and the other one's more of a slasher, getting to the rim off the dribble and stuff like that. But but there are trade packages, and they, they were offering, offering quote-unquote, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, oh, and like a pick, and I was like, uh, no thank you, Miami. I think we'll, I think we'll pass on that part. Um, if it was just getting Duncan Robinson for somebody else or Tyler Hero, then yes, perhaps. And but. we've heard that the Heat don't want to include Cody Martin in that, and it's just like, then all right, we yeah, have nothing else to talk. Yeah, about. we're not. If you really want a deal done, you've got to include some legit pieces, yeah, not have, just a couple of future picks. We have nothing else to talk about um, from there. So no. it looks like Miami might be out unless they're offering something significant. We don't want Kyle Lowry. No, they got it, and that would be a salary match. I think that's why Lowry's been included in that. Mm-hmm. But say you throw, I mean, Duncan Robinson in for like a Yusuf Nurkic into that deal, there are some monies that kind of get a little bit closer. But I think Cody yeah. Martin would have to be in any Heat v. Blazers swap. No, yeah, it's one of those things. It's definitely going to need to be around. So as far as what the Heat have available and what they're willing to part with, I don't think that will be happening. You know, just honestly, I, I mean, Damian Lillard is going to be expensive, especially considering the asking price that you've seen. You mentioned Gobert last year. What, four first-rounders um, and players. Yeah, so, I mean, if the, the Blazers, hopefully they don't go the Washington Wizards route and just start, you know, doing a fire sale and just letting go of guys. And that's what that a trade to Miami would feel like. It's just like you're trying to get rid of a of a player because they want to be getting rid of. Um, and, and as we continue with these trade 
scenarios. There was a tweet yesterday that I just reacting to this. It just made me laugh. It was kind of one of the fans kind of lamenting on Twitter. We could have traded Scoot for 60 cents on the dollar, but no, now we're going to trade Dame for 25 cents on the dollar. There's a minuscule chance that Scoot is even close to the player Dame is. What a disaster. That was a tweet from HodgePodge yesterday. So I, I just wanted to get that out there as we examine Blazers possible trade scenarios because we are trying to get the best that we possibly can as an organization here, but everyone's going to be trying to get that discount dollar deal for Dame and it's going to suck. No. Yeah. It's definitely not going to be ideal. No. And that's what we're hoping. Like they don't move Dame out of anger or anything like that. And True. you know what I mean? And then we, yeah. then you just give them away for absolute, absolutely nothing. And that only, that only hurts our franchise. And um, that's that's the opposite of where we need to be, you know, at this point. So really, if we're talking about what we need, and I'm not necessarily talking about who, because there may be some teams out there, like I said, the, uh, Cronin said, man, we're open for business. So whoever is wanting to do a deal, let us know. Because there might be some players out there that we're not even thinking about. That's true. Potentially, you know, wanting out of their current situation or anything like that. So first off, first things first for me, the Blazers need to get bigger. You've got a you, you've got a ton of guards. At the moment, before the trade, currently you have what five guards on your team? Six guards? <laughs> yeah, at least five. You know, somewhere around yeah. there. So you've got Dame, uh, Ant, Scoot. Um, Technically, Shaden. Shaden swing to the three sometimes, but he's like six four. Let's be honest. So a bunch of guards, you know, in between. So that's four. So excuse me, not five. And I'm sure there's some coming off, some more coming off the bench. Uh, you, we lost Drew Eubanks, which obviously he wasn't a big, big guy, but he played big enough, you know, for the Blazers. Talk at about points. grinding, I like. I love Drew Eubanks, man. Drew. I love Drew Eubanks. Twenty-five you know, minutes a game. It was a great, great spot for you him. know representing Troutdale, you know, Oregon, representing Reynolds High School, school that I worked at for about Heck five yeah. years. Um, so that losing that is already bad because you're not incredibly big. I feel like trading Nurkic and not getting any bigs back in return uh, could be detrimental. Where the Blazers really struggled last year is rebounding the ball and, you know, the challenging shots at the rim. Those were two big points of emphasis for them that they really needed to address. And if they're going to make a trade, um, I'm thinking at this point you need some bigs somewhere and – I don't even know where you started, who's available. There's been some, obviously we heard some Carl Anthony Town rumors. Um, I don't know what you get. Anthony Edwards doesn't seem like he's incredibly happy in Minnesota. But they would want to give up on on him, especially 25 years after giving up on Kevin Garnett at the end of his career. I mean, that's I mean, they way didn't give up on Kevin. They actually told, told KG, we're not, we're getting, we're, we're going nowhere. We need to trade you. Well, I, I hear that giving up on trying to win a championship with him, I guess, is what I should have said. My bad. They didn't give up on him. They gave up on building a team around him. They, they wanted to kick essentially the same kind of switch that the Blazers are doing and get young. Go, go back to start all over again. N- no, I mean, that's. That's very true. You would potentially be starting all over again, but uh, when you have a superstar that's unhappy, sometimes is there's no, there's not much you can do. There are very few times, unless you're the Lakers, unless you're somebody you can talk a Kobe Bryant into staying after you really after you trade a Shaq. But you know, I'm thinking something has to change at this point, in Minnesota, because the cat thing and Anthony Edwards isn't working. So you know, what about a guy like Carl Anthony Towns? I think he instantly helps the Blazers out down low. Um, but he's kind of soft too. 
So I think the Blazers need to be incredibly strategic. Maybe picks is where you need to go at this point because you have such a young roster. Continue to build that way. But And you mentioned a possible destinations as the Clippers, the Nets, which I, I would see if I'm the Blazers, I'm trying to get Michael Bridges, which they're not even close to giving up. So I don't think the Nets necessarily have – they have trade – they, they have tradable assets in like draft picks, but they don't really have tradable players. And I think the Blazers are looking for a young star. Um, a team that I think could be sneaking up here, Rashad, one that uh, my wife brought up yesterday, kind of just out of the blue, the Boston Celtics. Now, I know they just traded for Chris Tapps Porzingis. Mm-hmm. They've got Jason Tatum in the backcourt, right? If they paired him along with Dame instead of Jalen Brown, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. This is kind of a blow up of the Celtics' philosophy, and I'm kind of thinking outside the box here. But we're talking. The Blazers are open for business and trying to pursue all avenues here. So we should probably start to look outside of these three possible destinations. Boston, they're a winner, and Dame. You know, I know he wants to be with his friends in Bam and Jimmy Butler, but Boston wouldn't be a bad destination for him. They wouldn't be doing wrong by him if they sent him to such a loaded roster, they'd most likely have to get a big contract back in a Jalen Brown. That's a star plus a couple of draft picks that I think uh, a deal that would make Joe Cronin actually smile. And honestly, as a Blazers fan, that should make you happy. I mean, I like that more than any other scenario out there. Will that happen? Most likely not. I mean, no, and probably not. And I mean, I do like Jalen Brown. I don't know if I trust Jalen Brown being the star of a team. For and sure. I think that's and I think that's my my big reservation. If you're going to trade Dame, you need to trade him for a young star or mm-hmm. for for picks to be able to potentially draft a young star. Like that's that's the big thing. Like, I mean, if you're gonna give somebody uh get Damian Lillard, you need to be going much younger. So getting an older, more established, big Miles Turner, I don't think that helps right now because he's somebody that probably doesn't want to play with a bunch of, you know, 20-year-olds at yeah. this point. So his career arc is different. So you need to get somebody on the same career arc. They're right around the same age, a young kid. Like, man, see what they're offering for Chet. Go get Chet oh, Holmgren God. in here. What about Scotty Barnes from the Toronto Raptors? Go get Scott again. Uh, I've again. seen I've seen a couple of first-round picks plus Barnes and some salary matching for Dame, but that would obviously be a team that hasn't even been mentioned in the Lillard conversation. So, and once again, I'm very upset as a Portland Trailblazers fan and I am talking about this because I have to. I I will face the facts, but I'm not going to be happy and yeah, the last time that Dame or the last day that he is a member of this franchise is the last day that I will be a fan of this franchise. I s you not. Mm. Well, man, uh, we can count our days cuz it look, looks like they might be coming to an end pretty soon. I so. think so. Start getting all your Blazers memorabilia together. I'm not going to burn it. I, I mean, I, I'll it'll be stuck in the back of the closet somewhere. I might give some shirts away. But, yeah, I mean, I got a Lillard jersey that I'm going to hold on to. Although I, I have a conundrum. I did just buy a Dame Lillard PDX teal jersey, the carpet design from this year. I, I'm seriously considering returning that because I just bought it less than 30 days ago, so I'm still within the window, and, and getting a Dame jersey of wherever he goes. Yeah, I I'm, I'm like I might be that guy <laughs> in Portland wearing a Dame jersey for wherever else he is. Uh, well, uh, it looks like it's coming, man. So prepare yourself. Uh, coming up next, um, not sure yet. Let's figure it out. I'm pretty sure. Open like, no, Seggy. Let's talk. Let's talk a little more about that. Um, that article. Jordan's gonna. Oh, yeah. Jordan's gonna pull up some. Um, some pretty poignant 
lines from the article that uh, Jason Quick wrote on The Athletic in regards to this Damian Lillard situation, and we can talk about that for the last segment or so. How's that sound? Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. We're coming. Well, let's do that. Pause. Coming up next right here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. I still love this record. This album came out my freshman year in high school. Shout out to May. Shout out to Harlem World. Making me feel young. Man, I, that's what we do here. I'm, I, I, I'm here for you older ones to make you feel just a little bit younger because I'm a little bit older. I was so. I was listening to uh, P.O.D. where the youth of the nation coming in. And as soon as they shout, like, we are, we are, the youth of the nation, I'm like, not anymore, not anymore son. Yeah. I am old. Those days are over. <laughs> Those days are over for you. So um, we've been talking about this article that uh, the great Jason Quick wrote now for The Athletic. And he just kind of detailed some things that maybe fans were privy to, um, maybe not as much uh, as far as some of the things that have gone on behind the scenes uh, that, you know, you may not hear in a Oregon Live or anywhere else, you know. But uh, I read most of it, and you get a chance to read all of it because it is a pretty long read, but it is a really good read if you get a chance to. But um, I've asked Jordan to kind of um, kind of talk about some things that stood out to him uh, as, he, as, he, as we were reading and um, some really interesting points that were made uh, some stuff that I've been saying for a while, but I don't necessarily know all the ins and outs of everything. But it's, as a gut feeling, it's kind of what I felt. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to uh, make sure we took time to to pay attention to this before we before we moved on a little bit. So well, no, absolutely, this is such a good uh, Jason Quick always offers a great perspective, and I think this is a good look, uh, kind of behind the curtain over not just the last like six months, but uh, two years to a decade about how Dame's feeling. And, you know, it kind of starts off in this article, Jason Quick for The Athletic, and talks about Dame, how he felt after the uh, sweep to the Denver Nuggets in the first round of the playoffs after 2021's playoff series. And kind of lamenting at that point, uh, coming from Damian Lillard's perspective, that he was not happy with the players that surrounded him. And even going back to that, there was an acquisition that season in Trevor Ariza that the Blazers had made, and that didn't really end up helping the Blazers, uh, you know, needle-wise win any more games. He was a decent player, but there was one guy in this article that I see Dame keyed in on um, after uh, that season was P.J. Tucker. Um, he won a ring with the Milwaukee Bucks, 
in July 2021, going to that team, or excuse me, becoming a free agent headed to the Rockets after that. Dame thought that the Blazers were going to be in on that conversation. Carmelo Anthony, who was on the team at the time, still a good friend of P.J. Tucker. Dame wanted P.J. in Portland. Didn't happen. That was one, you know, the Blazers essentially front office goes a different direction. That was one that really disappointed Dame. And that's one example of many others that Jason Quick points out. But also further on in the article, he kind of goes into pointing out that the Blazers did try to do right by Damian Lillard. And we were talking a little bit about that uh, with Anthony Delaney in the last hour talking about the options that were given to Dame, Evan Turner, you know, the all of these guys that were signed, Ben McLemore, Gary Payton Jr., acquired with trades, Yusuf Nurkic, Rodney Hood, Ennis Cantor, Norman Powell, Jeremy Grant, the list continues. And Dame approved all of those. It goes down to not only Dame approving trades, but the times of practices, the flights that they took. I mm. mean, this organization really did try to cater to Damian Lillard, his family, and not just what Dame needed, but what Dame wanted. And it seems like there is a disconnect between the Blazers thinking that they did go and get these acquisitions and these pieces that Dame actually wanted, as opposed to Dame maybe feeling like they hadn't done enough. And... Yeah, they've gotten lucky. We mentioned with the draft multiple times, they, they hit the lottery, essentially. And I don't mean the actual lottery. I mean the Damian Lillard lottery or the Brandon Roy lottery, just getting super, super lucky. And then moving on from a guy like Zach Collins, who now in San Antonio looks like he's poised he's... for an impactful career, is what this article from Jason Quick says. He has been a highly paid cheerleader the last couple of years, but... Still a piece that could have helped Dame if he were healthy. And that just kind of, that, that's a little bit of bad luck that is also mentioned, it mentioned in this article. With Wes Matthews in the Blazers' 2014 run, they were the third best team in the West at that point when he tore his Achilles, right? That was part of that roster, that mm -hmm. supporting cast that you were talking about with Nick Batum, with Robin Lopez, and LaMarcus Aldridge. That team was really good. We'll never know how good they could have been, but not only... Is there a disconnect between Dame and the Blazers as to whether or not, you know, they actually acquired the players that Dame wanted to and they truly believe that as opposed to Dame not believing that? There, There is a little bit of luck that has come into play in this last 10 Absolutely. years. And Jason Quick pointed that out as well. So I, I don't want to give up the whole thing. I really do love this article kind of just laying out exactly what the time for Damian Lillard was here with a lot of behind-the-scenes feelings, how he was feeling at the time, and points out that he really did at different points try to voice his displeasure without actually publicly voicing his displeasure. And essentially, the Blazers... In their minds, I think, forced his hand the way that they wanted to, but I think a lot of fans are too smart. They, they don't think that Dame is just vindictively asking for a trade. He's like, I've asked you to do stuff, and that's pointed out in the article too, and you haven't done anything. And as I pointed out in the last segment, I, I think it's very telling in this article from Jason Quick from The Athletic says that the final straw to drop or the final shoe to drop was Chauncey Billups' conversation with Dame on Friday night. And I don't know if it was right after that, late Friday night, early Saturday morning, Aaron Goodwin, Dame's agent, informed Joe Cronin that he wanted out of Portland. So go read this. It's an absolute must-read. If you don't have The Athletic, go sign up for it or find a friend that has it because you got to get this info. Jason Quick really laid it out and I think gives Blazers fans a better perspective overall. You will know a lot more about the situation than you did before reading this. Man. 
You know, it's still tough to to hear everything and you know, because I can definitely understand both sides of of the coin. And on the Blazer side, or on Dame side, is bro, I need you to do more. Not enough is happening. I'm trying mm-hmm. to win. This window is closing. And on the Blazer side, is like, what, what can we do? Like, what are where what are we really able to do? Because for a long time, salary cap has been a big reason that we haven't been able to move. And I don't know. Dame is on what year one of a five year extension, or yeah. not, excuse me, a couple years extension that he that he gonna be, four years at the end of that is going to be making sixty four million dollars in the. Fourth I mean, that's <laughs> I all right, and that goes to I don't think players should be paid anything above fifty mil a season. I just I don't care who you are. I don't think you are worth that much. But that's a whole other conversation. But that that plays into the Blazers' decision as well. I don't know. I don't know if Dame doesn't think that him not taking any additional money, you know. May have put the Blazers in a position to Ooh, not be able to sign, but uh, but as many people that is know. a rarity nowadays, isn't it? it? I mean, it is. Dudes are about to get start getting three hundred million dollar contracts here in a little bit. However, um, your contract wasn't really up because we gave him a two year extension. He still got four years left. Uh, yeah, four years left. But but I think of the only big athlete in any sport that's really taken a massive pay cut to bring in other stars, and that was Tom Brady for the Patriots. Yeah. I, I can't name. Anybody else that's taken he and yeah. he played ten to fifteen million under what the average value of like a quarterback should have been. It was nuts. Yeah, but Brady was getting it back from, of course, endorsements. Rolex yeah, and, ba- you yeah, know, backdoor other deals. Was, yeah, yeah. So, well, Damian Lillard and his time as a Portland Trailblazer. It looks like the time is drawing nigh, and um, we may be saying goodbye to one of the most impactful players this franchise has ever had. Some would call him the greatest player this franchise has ever had. Um, even if you're mentioned in the the pantheon of being with Bill Walton and Clyde Drexler, like that's a that's a pretty good you know, you're in pretty good company as far as Trailblazer lore. So uh thank you, Dame. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Appreciate all the years, appreciate all the buzzer beaters, appreciate all the the hard work and appreciate you for really Becoming a part of the culture and a, a part of the fabric of what Dame, Portland you, really you, is. You got my wife into sports, Dame. Not just basketball, not just Blazers basketball, but sports in general. Like Damian Lillard specifically made my wife a sports fan. Maybe with a little help from me along the way, but if I if I didn't have Dame to put on the television, she she wouldn't have cared. She wouldn't have watched anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how it is for a lot of people. My son only knows. Damian Lillard as being the Blazers guy. So it's going to be a little weird for him to see Dame in another jersey. But Dame, you've deserved it. And, you know, hopefully you can go out there and get that ring you've been searching for for the last uh, 11 years. So um, coming up, man, let's go ahead and tie a bow on it, man. I don't want to make it all doom and gloom like we said. So uh, yeah. 4th of July is coming up, man. Barbecue season. Woohoo. All right. Let's get into it, man. Uh, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz. We'll be right back on the fan. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Ah, so don't delay, act now. 
Your time is running out. <laughs> what? I have not picked these songs. They have yeah. all been extremely appropriate for yeah. today's time. I mean, I'm and you know, I'm just thinking about the words, man. You might as well be walking on the sun, bro. Like, time is running out. It's a great record. Time I love Smash Mouth. Like, they get a bad rap. I don't know why. Well, I love Smash Mouth. Smash too. Mouth, and I also never understood um, why um, Creed. Oh well, see that. I'm not a, like a big fan, but like I never understood like why. With arms wide open, they sound just that's what under rock the sun. That's what rock in 2000 sound like. It sounded like S. Yeah, it sounded like sorry. That. Yeah, so that's what it all sounded like. But Fourth of July is approaching. Um, any big plans for you? I'm probably going to be drinking, doing some day drinking with the bestie and lighting some fireworks off with his kids. But it's so weird on a Tuesday, man. It's just this random, like my wife works a half day Monday and then works Wednesday. And I got to come in early tomorrow for dirt and sprague. So it just doesn't feel like a holiday this year. But I'll I'll get some smoking on some meat done. Um, Got a couple of steaks that I think I'm going to throw on the smoker. Mm. Try to uh, get some flavor imparted on those. Do something low and slow. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. But other than that, no. What about you, man? Uh man, I'm I'm just cooling, bro. I'll be at the house. All right. I might get up early and you know throw something on the grill. I'm not really trying to. It's supposed to be like a hundred degrees on Wednesday it or Tuesday, so I might just cook kind of early, just so I don't have to uh, get out there and just maybe put a couple ribs on Ooh, or something like okay. that. Yeah, man. You're a rib guy? See, I, I, I don't do pork unless it's ribs. I don't do, like, pork loins very often. Mm-hmm. I, I love bacon, of course, but that's not really a smokable, like, meat. It just, you get a pork yeah. belly? Uh, pork, okay. I guess uh, I, I, I should say pulled pork. Uh, but, uh, yeah, pulled pork, uh, ribs, or, or a pork belly. But I don't do, like, pork loins. No, oh, okay. I, I usually go like brisket or yeah. No, I don't think man, honestly. I don't really. Only my fancy friends do like the pork loin or something like that. Usually, gotcha. it's something cool like a brisket or something. If you're gonna barbecue, you really need to barbecue. Like, don't invite me over for hot dogs and hamburgers. No, you know no. that's you're, you're, you that's think that's lowbrow. That's a cookout. You know that's okay. not that's not a barbecue. That's a cookout. That's okay, you know. All right. Hey, we're having a cookout. Hunts of hot dogs, hamburgers, some brats. Like, okay, cool. Oh, okay, so that's the difference between a cookout and a barbecue. That's just me. To me, you say barbecue, gotcha. that means you've got chicken, you've got some some beef or pork or something on the grill actively cooking that, some type of flesh. I did just barbecue a couple of chicken burgers on Friday night. Oh, cookout. Love it. But you barbecued it. It's technically, it's the, it's the same thing, but... Those are those are definitely. And there's nothing better than like a burger on the grill. You know what I mean? If you oh, feel so if you true. grill it the right way, everything like burgers, hot dogs. You a hot link guy? Um, not particularly. I mean, it's just I can only like eat so much meat in one sitting, and I'm usually gonna prefer like hamburgers or like a steak if it's there. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm definitely a guy like if as I'm waiting for the 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 ribs or the the brisket or chicken or whatever is on the grill to be done. Like, yeah, I'll take a take a hot link or a, a bratwurst real fast. Just as I'm sitting here waiting, you know, have a brew and a brat. And like, yeah. My best nice friend. Nice little appetizer before I actually start eating. Uh, for appetizers, my best friend does some queso, some smoked queso. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my goodness. Queso dips Stuff or any type delightful. of Rotel dips have become all the rage. Yeah, lately. Rotel. Love if it. If you can do it the right way, then... You know, you're you're definitely in the mix, but it's it's 
easy to do too. I mean, it's like no, if it's you screw that one hard. up, yeah, you're you're trying something a little too tough. No, like, it's, it's like you're adding something or you're making it like too tough in your mind. Just just follow the recipe. No, Very yeah, I'll, like I said, I'll just go get a couple of slabs of ribs and throw those on, and you know maybe some some chicken as well. You know nothing nothing big. And like I said, it's gonna be so hot, so I'll probably get up super early and get started because I am one of those people like I don't like barbecue. I don't want to barbecue anyway because like if people are coming over which I don't think anybody is, but if they are, then that means I got to smell like smoke all day. Like I don't get to put on no cute clothes like everybody else and everybody gets to be all, you know, smelling good, nice cologne, everything, but you're barbecuing so you smell like and I'm a charcoal guy. Oh, right? okay, so, so cuz I'm a gas guy, but yeah, you end up smelling yeah, like real you end up all smelling day. like yeah, like whatever like cooked food, you know, all day and that's not cool if people want to go to bars or anything afterwards. So, um, But other than that, man, I'm super looking forward to at least a couple of days off. I have Monday off, too. Oh, nice, so brother. So that's good for me. And you're on tomorrow? I'm on in the morning. So, I mean, I guess it's, it's, a, it's a short shift, but, God, getting up that early is really tough. Although in the summertime, not as bad because at 445, the sun's starting to peak. Yeah, so. it's, it's up. But when it's wake winter up. and oh, it's God. 4 o'clock and it's dark outside. like And cold. Yeah, I don't. I mean, want to stand or those covers? I don't know if you've ever done that morning shift, but it's. I you know what I have love not those been, guys. Uh, I've they, been they... not been asked to do the morning shift, and I I appreciate <laughs> it. I will do it. I hope Dirt, if you're listening, Sprague, if you're listening, Swag, you already know I got you if need be. Oh, totally. Uh, however, um, Dusty, I'm there, bro. <laughs> Isaac, yeah, much and Soup, easier, I much easier you. shifts. I got you. Hot corner, you know what I mean? Not a problem. I am there for you. Center in the Saint. Also, I got you guys, but ugh, that early morning for <laughs> for uh, Dirt and Sprague, man, that's a tough one, man. But uh, Blazer fans, hang in there. We've had dark days before. Um, hopefully, it'll be a while before we have you know some more. So uh, hang in there. We'll be okay. Dame, again, thank you. You deserve it, my guy. Go out there and be great like we know you can. So, man, and then if you don't, Come back here and play your ass off, man, so you can try to get close to that ring. What so. an eleven-year run! Uh, yeah, that's what a, what just a something run. else. We're never going to get that again, Portland, and that's why I'm so pissed because we are. We might in Scoot. That's oh, no. like a two percent chance. Scoot says he's ready, so guess what? I'm a, I'm a trusting the young man is ready and everything, and we'll go from there. Because I didn't believe in a guy named Damian Lillard either, and he may be a, he made me a believer. So maybe Scoot can do the, have the same effect on us as Blazer fans. So that's going to do it for us. Joe is out, but he'll be back next week, and so we'll be a. A, a three-way again. That sounds weird. A trio. We'll be a threesome we again. Yeah. yeah so uh, I want everybody to have a happy, uh, happy holiday. Please be safe. Um, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And if you do, take tons of pictures, man. For my guy Jordan Schultz, I'm Rashad Taylor. We'll see you next week. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 